Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to another episode of A Guide to Poor Parenting, a podcast for me, Jason. And me, Jennifer. Have a few drinks. And talk shit about our kids. And please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Guide to Poor Parenting. Jennifer, what are we drinking today? We are drinking peach bellini from Trader Joe's. Hell yeah. And then me and you have a little bit of vodka in ours, you right. know, because got to make it a little stronger. Hell yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we were walking around Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's, probably about a month ago, and I was like, I know our guest likes peach bellinis, so we saw it, and like, let me go ahead and grab it, and then we saw the strawberry one, we're like, gonna have um, way too much alcohol. Although, I was at Costco today, and I saw the uh, advent calendar for wine, and I was like, oh, that's... we could drink it for the podcast, but either way. So we have some guests today! Yay! Yay! Yay. Who, who do we have? <laughs> She's like, I don't know these people. <laughs> these are your, I mean, I know them, but not know them, if that makes sense. These are some new friends of me and Zane's, yeah. and you've met them a few times yeah. from volunteering. So we have Jessica and Kim. Hi, ladies. Hey. Hello. We, Zane and I met, well, I met y'all first at Shenanigans, because y'all own the local improv comedy theater, is that what it is? Mm, close enough. We what do, do you What do you call it? Shenanigans Comedy Theater. We do all sorts of comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we have improv, stand-up, sketch, stuff we make up, all sorts. And it's what it's shenanigans, oh, right? Yeah, you can cuss okay. me right here. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> We're not monetizing. Okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, it's shenanigans.yapsity.com. Is that what it is? No. No. Huntsvillelaughs.com. Huntsvillelaughs.com. Okay, so go check it out. They're a great organization. As I started with taking improv classes. When was that? Was, two, was it a about year? A year. Yeah, it was a year ago. About this time, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I took the intro classes, and then I took the advanced classes, and Zane signed up after that. Well, I didn't know he too. He did. And I started started volunteering because, like, you're all your staff. You don't have staff besides you two. So the owners. <laughs> <laughs> besides the owners, but y'all, uh, all the concession stuff and like a box office stuff is volunteers. I signed up to volunteer, and I think that's when I met Jessica. Because I signed up for... Y'all have a show y'all do every month. What is it called again? Turnip and Joletta's Family Game Night. That's right. And what do y'all... What is this? Tell us of the show. <laughs> so basically, we have alter egos. I'm Turnip. And the Kimberly... I'm Joletta. Yeah, it's Joletta. <laughs> and we play bingo and other made-up activities. Kids, family... We have everybody there from three-year-olds. Just a good... Good, good wholesome time. Wholesome good wholesome time. time. It's great. What, um... The theater, this is the second theater that y'all have done, right? Y'all the y'all moved it from yeah. Priceville? Somerville. Somerville. Yeah. And we, we kind of moved it in that we reused a lot of the old stuff, but we reinvented because the other one was not a non-profit, whereas this one is a 501 non-profit. We functioned as a non-profit. Yeah, though. we didn't make any profit. We, so <laughs> well, we've always counts. kind of been community. And yeah. so we brought that feed with us of when we put the diversity. So what did y'all do like when it was in Somerville, you said? Yes. What did you, what was, how was that theater different from this one? Well, so the entire thing came about because we lived in Austin before we moved back here. I grew up here and had family here and my parents were getting older. They had these new grandkids that we want another. And so we came back here in 2012 and lived here for a couple of years. And, um, but when we were in Austin, I got inspired because there was a place there called Alamo Draft House, the original. I remember. They've spread all over the place now. But um, what they did at one point is they set up an inflatable movie on the shores of Lake Austin. They put buoys out and cordoned off a portion of the lake and they sold tickets per raft or inner tube or whatever for people to bob around in the water while watching. Oh, that's fun. And so, and it sold out my 20, 30 boat ticket, I don't remember. And I was like, wow, people really liked it. (laughs) Because I couldn't imagine how scary that would be to be floating in the water while you're watching Jaws. Right. right? So touching your toes. Yeah, and I think they did have somebody like in a scuba suit messing with you. Oh. (laughs) And so I was like, man, it'd be cool if there was a theater that had a similar concept. And so that's what the actual original idea was. Is we built this space out so that it had like a three foot eat all the way around the exterior of the theater and behind the stage. And then we had doorways that were just covered by curtains, two on each side wall in the back and um, two at the front. And what we did is we would play horror movies and then we would go around, sneak around, mess with people while the movie was showing. And we like 
um, created special effects and things like that. Oh, that's Drop cool. things yeah. from the ceiling, throw things that will spray people with water, oh, like yeah. blood gushing and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Fun. Yeah. Beat on the walls. I even got punched in the face once. Yeah. Oh, oh my time. god. Well, that would be me. Yeah. I don't I don't scare well. I'm a fighter. <laughs> and, it, and it was a grown-ass man. Oh, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> But luckily, I had on a hard plastic mask, so I was fine. That's good. But anyway, um, so that was the original idea, but clearly, we couldn't um, sustain a business on just that alone. So what we started doing is just creating things for the community mm-hmm. that would bring people in, raise awareness, blah, blah, blah. So there, we mostly did just like second-run movies because we were able to get like a KT license, right. umbrella license. And um, and then we also started playing bingo there. But we'd have bingo night. I mean, they would sell out standing in the lobby. Wow. And out the door, yeah. down the gravel parking lot. And we'd be like, what wow. is happening? And that, that space, shenanigans currently seats 113, the actual bolted-down theater, theater yeah. seats. We had 140 there. And then we also had tables at the front, tables in the lobby. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we probably had somewhere around people every time. It was a lot so. of fun. We got to know a lot of it that way. Really positive. Sounds like a lot. It was a lot of work. Everything's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, even shenanigans <laughs> seems like the few times I volunteer a month, I'm just like, it's a lot of work. Yeah. I don't know how y'all do it. Yeah, I was about to say, now imagine <laughs> that twice a week, every week. Oftentimes three times a week. Yeah. Ever. Plus yeah. you have children and you're both. T- yes. <laughs> Yep. Thank y'all again for coming to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> How did you wrangle an hour, like two hours out of your day today? Well, and whenever he um, said that this morning about, you know, weather being yucky, and I'm like, I'm fine with rescheduling, but I can't promise you when we'll yeah. be free again. Yeah. Right. I know your time is precious, so thank you again for no doing this. Yeah. So what, um, y'all, what made y'all move out to Huntsville? Um, well, we were tired of being in the closet a little bit. We weren't necessarily in the closet, but... You couldn't talk about it. Well, we could not reach. We okay. could not reach the audience. Um, we let people, and that's hard. right. So also, that was one reason. Sorry. Um, also, at that time, I had started doing stand up, and the we produced a couple of shows there, and they went over okay. And I was started trying to produce stand up shows at Phil, and there were no spaces to do that. Huh. Without taking a huge financial, the spaces that were available out of any regular person's budget to right. be able to do that. And so between kind of wanting to spread our wings a little more from Somerville, as well as seeing space that allowed opportunity performers and crew, that's what was born. And we knew we wanted to take Yeah, us. absolutely. We wanted to do that in Somerville after we kind of mm-hmm. got into it and realized. But then we discovered it's almost, it's not impossible, but it's almost impossible to trans uh, to change like that. Yeah, to go from a for-profit to would you have transition to basically to shut down the company and then restart it as a non-profit? Yeah, that's what we're doing. And the Our non-profit, was good. yeah, the non-profit was uh, the process to be a non-profit is very. Oh, is it not bad? You would think that would be easier because it's not, not for well. They're the they're so well, specific about your document, how many, how you structure your <laughs> yeah. board, how many your board meets, all the. Your it's very laws. regulated because if you think about it. That's how people um, oftentimes get around tax you know, I got you. stuff. I didn't yeah. So uh, there's like to... a, I've heard of a story of like a billionaire. He started a nonprofit museum and it was just a proper, a, a building he built on his property to house collection of art mm-hmm. and he could write it all off mm-hmm. by donating to nonprofit. So, no, so no, where's no. y'all's gallery of prices mm-hmm. art? <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I got some stuff uh, stuck to the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She Got teaches it. paint classes. <laughs> and so speaking of uh, full-time jobs, because like shenanigans isn't already an incredibly busy job, but y'all are both teachers, right? Yes. We are. Kim, is you're in English? Uh, no, yeah. English? Okay. Ninth grade pre-AP English and also AC. And Jessica, you were a... Uh, and I, y'all both met in Austin. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Austin. She was in Wichita Falls, six hours away, when we met on the computer. <gasps> oh, wow. <laughs> we yeah. met online. Yeah. Being online was cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe something that we don't even. Yeah, it was a lesbian website called Tango Wire. I think I. I don't know. When 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 were you in Austin teaching? I I was in Austin from about two thousand. Okay. When did you start teaching? Just in 95. general. So I graduated high school in six. I was I was about to say that. I was. <laughs> well, I was just gonna. Like, you sound like this one over here going. I was trying so um, hard not to say. And how old were you whenever I was in third grade? <laughs> well, we were in Austin at the same time. Was all I was saying. We gotcha. were all like, um, I was I was at uh, Texas State. That's what y'all were. Yeah, I was graduated. Well, not graduated. You went there, there. I went there first. 
what is uh, what is Bobcats? Bobcats. Bobcats. <laughs> I was like, I can't remember anymore. It's been twenty years. Woo, sports. <laughs> Go team. <laughs> That's a whole experience. Like we get with Texas State because people do not understand walking the hills. I remember uh-huh. it would kick your ass just going to class every day. I because the parking was broke a toe on campus. And mm-hmm. had to walk that mm-hmm. campus. Oh, they no. do not allow cars on big deal. The, so that's new. Oh, is it? Because okay. well, because I was going there when it was Southwest Texas, ah, and it transitioned the year after I left. So so they there is a football field, and that is what's part a mile away in McDonald. But yeah. anyway, so everybody has to ride a bus and be busted and oh, dropped wow. off at the. Well, is the stadium over the by quad. like the quad? Yeah, is it over by like Aquarina Springs? Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. You know, everyone drops their car off. Or you can walk. It's the bus. It's the bus cool. Exercise. I'm sure you know the bus. <laughs> so I'm old enough to remember when Ocarina Springs was actually a private park. I went there when I was little. Mm-hmm. And they had like mermaid shows. Mermaid shows. And a pig. Yep. And a, a um, swimming pig. Yep, they had the swimming pigs, and they had uh, glass-bottom boats, and it's an, actually, it's an aquifer, spring, a spring-fed aquifer, spring-fed from an aquifer, and it just bubbles up, they'll take you out into the, the pond, basically, and you can see that it just bubbling up to the sand, and it is cool. They still do, now it's like part guess. of their biology department of Texas yeah. State. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think they bought this, the school bought it, yeah. like, it's before right I, there. yeah. But when I lived, when I was in San Marcos, it was, you. we parked on campus, but we, um, I was like, oh, I just mom brain it fled my mind. Anyway, Texas State, it was great. Um, <laughs> did it ever flood while you were there? No. It flooded twice so. when I was there. Because, you know, well, it has that... flood? Well, you know the river that runs right through the middle of campus? Where it Okay, swims? I think I do remember that happening one time and not being able to cross. Yeah, there was a there's a river that runs right through the middle of town. The river runs, and then it runs through the dorms that are too low <laughs> in the apartments. And uh, do you remember the restaurant that's, like, at the top of the waterfall? And I don't know what it was. It was, like, Joe's oh, Crab Shack, called, what yeah, I think. Yeah. That's at what it was point. when I left. It was also yeah. like a steak from time. Yeah. We used to go swimming in the river, like right at the, the base of the waterfall. And one of my college friends actually went up to the restaurant, walked through the restaurant in his swimsuit, got on the balcony. Nice. <laughs> wow. That's a good friend. Like yeah. And then the manager came down and yelled at him, ever come back to your restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good you just imagine just eating your dinner and all of a sudden half naked just walks through and you're like, Okay, but it was almost normal because it's sitting every day. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. Why because this day? river they're talking about, people swam in it all the time. Yeah. It's completely It had like, uh, like uh, grass, basically, yeah. and so people would go and lay out, jump in the water, then go to class. Mm-hmm. Okay. And well, there's like this 80-year-old my... man with a <gasps> banana hammock that would play... <laughs> Frisbee. Frisbee every oh, day. Oh, my God. He had, like, he for years, he were like... I mean, he was legend at mm-hmm. South Texas State. He had these American flag shorts, if I remember correctly, and a, uh, uh, what are they called? a fanny pack. Uh-huh. And he would just be like, you want to play Frisbee? And he'd just be like throwing that goddamn thing like six hours, seven hours a day. <laughs> and it'd be like, he'd be on one bank and he'd just be throwing it to people. And it was just like watching, you know, those uh, Australian shepherds that are just like obsessed with <laughs> It's like that. <laughs> it was so weird. Well, he you what? He also wore Speedos, I don't and that, that a lot. I mean, he was old when I was there, and, uh, so if yeah. he, like, he must have been, like, And he just looked, like, old, tanned. Old. He looked like tan mom, or tan grandma, remember yeah, her? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Basically he, he leather. leather. Yeah. yeah. It's just leather. Sorry. No, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> so, my best friend, Feej, I, I don't think I've ever told you about my friend, Feej. He, we, me and my friend, Feej, and Michael, we all went to school together at Texas State. Um, so the park where the river runs through, uh, Sewell Park, I believe it's called, mm-hmm. they would have, um, the University Baptist, uh, group would have revivals and they would pitch a big tent in the park and Feige came up to my dorm room one time and was like, um, do you have any band-aids? I'm like, why? I was like, I was getting a blowjob in the tent <laughs> and the guy started like chewing on my nipples and they're like almost bloody yep. he's like i had to slap him a few times to get him to stop Goodness. and i was like yes i do have band-aids <laughs> so, have you times. had a shot <laughs> jesus oh good times okay so <laughs> this is a podcast about parenting after all <laughs> how did y'all become parents i know the, the children y'all are raising are camp from jessica's first yes. marriage right yeah, I was married. And, <laughs> uh, so, and I was very, very young. I had my first kiddo. I think I was 
I just turned 20, and by the time I was 25, I had three children. Ooh, wow. So I met Kim when I was 20. And I was 40. So they were, when we met, they were nine months, almost, no, almost. Was it scary marrying or getting involved with Terrified. <laughs> Let me tell you this. Um, so I had been in a couple of, you know, longer term relationships mm -hmm. for me at the one was five years and I was done and happy by myself. When I decided I was going to start dating again, I made myself a mental list. Like, okay, I want somebody who is close to my age. I was 40. So I was mm -hmm. like, I want somebody that's 35 or, or older. I want someone local and I want, well then all of a sudden I get someone who's 25, six hours away and, mm. and here we are 13 years. That's why you don't make pretty. mental lists, because they never happen. <laughs> I wish you would quit saying that after I tell that story. Because, yeah, that's the only thing. I don't know if you heard her, but she's like, I was really pretty. <laughs> yes, I was. However, that's, that's, that's not, not the all reason. It's, about. Yeah. it's one of probably the reasons, it's but not the main reason. It was the reason I replied on Tangle Wire, but that's <laughs> okay, beyond so that. Listen, I didn't have a paid account, so you need to understand. Yeah, yeah. I, I had the, the free account, and all you could do on the free account was like click. And reply. And smile or at them or wink at them or something mm -hmm. like that. And so I sent her a smiling thing. You sent me back like a graph, which is wonderful. So once the paid person had communicated, we could start messaging back. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think we got to day two, like maybe 12 hours after this happened. And she had sent me this like three paragraphs of questions. And How are you like, supposed to get to know someone I'm online? Right. I was like, I'm just going to call you. <laughs> I was literally leaving the dentist office. I remember this so specifically. I was like, I'm leaving the dentist office. I can talk with you on the way to get my kid. And I don't think we've gone more than maybe two hours from talking to each other since then. <laughs> That's sweet. So what was the time frame from that conversation to moving in? Um, how, how much do you believe in stereotypes? So um, <laughs> When it comes to lesbians, quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> So we started talking in June. We met for in person for the first time in July, and by August so, or September, September. September she oh, that's not that bad. That's three months. I was thinking two days. You know. <laughs> if she'd been local, I'm sure it would have been faster. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. August first is what we call our official anniversary date. Yeah. Um, so wait, that back. 13 years ago, so that was. Oh, nine? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> How did your kids react to uh, their uh, your new girlfriend? <laughs> so, my, they've all been 100 bored. Number one, their dad was not, okay? So, they met Kim. He, like, chopped up their um, for breakfast and took us to do fun things. And, you know, they were just on board immediately. But they were still, they were so still they were young. Like less than one, one. three and five, basically. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, tell the story the first time. The first time you met the kid. So, she drove down after school slash work or whatever um, from Wichita Falls. Didn't get to... I technically lived in, you yeah. know, south, south border of Austin. And um, she got down there. It was probably like 9 or 10, like that. And I go out into the driveway because, you know, we had cell phones. And she had GPS, but nobody else did. This only because her oh, parents yeah. spoiled her. Um, and, but it was very primitive. You know, oh, it was the, the GPS phone. that was always like 50 feet off? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she made it there, but then she was trying to find me within the subdivisions. It was a relatively new subdivision, mm -hmm. so... Even now, GPS will be. Yeah. So I go out into my driveway and I see him drive by, and I'm like, "All right, well, you just passed my road." And so she pulls back around, and <laughs> comes into the driveway. Well, when I'm like stopping every other driveway, like brushing my yeah. hair and putting <laughs> on makeup, you know, so like, okay, all right. So then they pull into the driveway, and out from the back pops two uh, half-dressed, you know, kids <laughs> from the ride. You know how kids are in a car, oh, yeah. six-hour car trip. Yeah. And so they get out and they're just like, hey. <laughs> and then here's the infant. And she just basically hands me the infant. Aww. And I held him and put him to sleep. Started singing to him right away. Yeah. Well, I was putting two to bed. Now she swears that I birthed that last Yeah. Time. Might have come right on out of her. Because <laughs> that is her kid. Born. Had you ever wanted to have kids? No. No? Still don't. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, but Cheers to that, darling. She didn't want them coming out of her body. But right. She wanted to be a mother. Yeah. Something to that effect. If you hadn't met her, would you have like ever considered adoption or anything like that? Her <laughs> parents were very thankful. 
Yeah, uh-huh. yeah I bet. Because uh, I got to have grandkids. <laughs> yep. So That's true. And a very, uh, this is that one, before they even knew us or knew anything about either of their, they had a grandkids through this. Oh, and so it's like, oh, it's like, yes. What's um? How are your parents? Like, I, I assume your parents are great with the relationship. How were yours? Was there any like homophobia from the same family? Um. So I didn't know this at the time. I had. I don't know. I don't know how much I'm here, but as I much been, as you want. I had been dating a very nice black guy, and you know, I'm in Texas. I have other. And my mother told me that this conversation came up. My dad was. My parents. This shocked me a little bit. But I stopped dating him, I started dating him, and my mom said that there was a conversation that said, well, she either date a black guy or be a lesbian, you pick, to my dad. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Those are your choices. Yeah, and I was like, uh, guess what, it's not just choice, so it doesn't matter. Um, but when we moved here in 2013, 2012, 2012, my parents, so they about six months in our house and redoing the... So oh, like wow. where we live now, they live on the same property, small house we yeah. share the same driveway oh and y'all are still out like the cater area right mm-hmm. somerville somerville i didn't want to like give away your address or anything uh, no, it's all <laughs> over the internet it's fine <laughs> <sighs> i mean they're okay, really we have, good with that the beauty is if anybody wants to come see us we have dogs and guns oh, oh we live in somerville, yeah, exactly. <laughs> come on out come visit yeah. no, yeah, my good. parents are i'm really good. good the dogs i'm good with the guns nothing <laughs> Oh my parents are really, um, they just treat us like this is how it's always been. I mean, mm-hmm. it has. And what's funny is I was, her father and I were in his truck running in, and our, we have, our middle child is trans. And so something came up about Toby. And then we started talking about how, you know, things are, are very different now and all that. And I said something like, well, it's, we've always been here. Just now we have more ability to visibly seen and like that i'm not trans i'm wrong yeah and so um and i said but i want you to think about the uh so i want you to think about this i said imagine me and he goes (laughs) 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 he's like good point (laughs) i'm like everyone would be miserable you know but a hundred years ago, that would have happened. Oh, oh I know. Sure. Yeah. But see, that's or you would have been an old maid. Well, or you would have killed him. And... My dad had an aunt who was lesbian. So my dad just passed away. He was 82. So imagine how long ago his aunt was yeah. as an adult lesbian. And she uh, died by suicide because oh. of society sure. and herself. Yeah. I think yeah, you need dig in everybody's Oh, there we're the, everywhere. There was the good gay uncle, the gay aunt. They weren't called yeah. that. But the confirmed know, bachelor and the right, spinster. Right, confirmed exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's like, when you start thinking, never had kids. Why didn't you want to with my grandma? Oh, she painted houses? Oh, she worked in a factory? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, those are some pretty butch mm-hmm. things. Sissy was Rosie the Riveter. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she had a roommate, and they only had one bedroom in the house. And three you know? cats. She <laughs> did it, but I can see that at times she probably did. Right. You know, like yeah. She lived in California for a little while. Oh, mm-hmm. then you know and she I'm was like, fruity. <laughs> all connecting the dots here. But yeah, That's we, awesome. have, we have good family. How has been parenting since moving to Alabama? <laughs> so that says it all right our, there. Our, Tell our, me more. Our middle child, Toby, um, was assigned female at birth, and before transitioned, when he was very small, uh, they were Kylie, and Kylie was has always been very outspoken, and so whenever. Can I? Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Whenever um, we got together, she would always, the very first thing she would say that anybody knew she was met, she's like, I got two moms and my dad's in jail. <laughs> and so um, we were all just like, hey, my mom number two. <laughs> yeah. The kid's not lying. Yeah. How, do they, how do the kids dress y'all? Mom and mommy or? Oh, I'm Momo. Momo. That's yeah. Mom. The baby could not say mom. Right. I couldn't say Kim. Right. And we were trying to figure out what for, you know, what she called What's well, similar to mom, 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 but not mom, yeah. you know? And yeah. so That's we were cute. mom and Momo. They call me Kim mostly now just because they're older. I'm going to keep in a call me a bitch. But it's so, it's so <laughs> cute just their because friends. they're planning for whenever they have kids, my name's going to be, what, what are you going to be? I'm Granny Coco because that's what my grandmother right. was. So she's going to be Granny Coco and I'm going to be Grandma. Oh, that's Isn't precious. That, cute? that is. Yeah. Uh, parenting in Alabama has been uh, stressful and wonderful. Yep. So we <laughs> moved to a super good area. Um, my oldest yeah, child. Let me, how did you end up in Priceville, Somerville area? 
So but. we had a list. Oh. We, we're all about some lists over here. Um, and the house that we bought had to have a space for my parents. Um, it had to have columns. My columns are tiny. I think my house is big. And um, Your teachers, we know they're not big. Right. right. It had to be within <laughs> like 15 minutes of My parents so live in them. That just, that trifecta, just that house worked. But then we, they ended up going to Tanka, which Kim went to. Yeah, but I wasn't an out lesbian. I didn't have. So uh, we were, we kind of should. I bet you did. Um, <laughs> a little bit. A little lot bit. Did you know earthquakes happened in Tanka? <laughs> <laughs> we're also not um, overly religious. Blasphemy. Um, <gasps> and so, and I also don't let other people, my kids. And so I was like the trifecta of she not was... the parent they wanted. The devil incarnate, really. Apps from like day one had animosity, probably of my own, and they also the teachers. And but my oldest son just frankly struggles with from growing up about eighth grade. Where that made things a little bit better. How'd you pull that off? I'm she works for him. Oh, okay, okay. I was do that. But yeah, he talks about, That's and so is my middle child. Now, the youngest kiddo, he is almost normal, and so we, you know, he, he's not really normal of the uh or maybe going nothing really bothered he was only in, so i don't think really got to that you know yeah. peers are picking on telling them to hell that's what my kids go to hell for much different reasons oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure uh, but so we're you know moving them to more open-minded uh then the pandemic hit social stuff went out the and everyone struggled mentally all the kids, the parents, everyone I know struggled. Isolated. Well, and she and I both got COVID sickest I've been in my life. When did you get it? 2020, October. That's, that's when we got it. That was, got, that was, was the hard. OG strain. It was yep, the butt kicker. That put me in the hospital for four days. Oh. Wow. Well, luckily, we didn't end up in the hospital, but I was real close. I, like, I, was, I had probably should have gone. But. I had the oximeter on my finger all the time. and. Got real close a couple of times. Yeah. I would go awful. upstairs and work, just cry and come downstairs, and then go upstairs. Oh, uh, not, I mean, we're just trying to make it do yeah. the best we could. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, the third strain. I got it three times. The last one is the one that really. Yeah. She's had. She's a long COVID sufferer. <laughs> From the first one, but I didn't really have it that bad. Like I didn't, I didn't feel that that sick. Like him going to the hospital, but then you had pneumonia. I had strep throat, which called yeah. on top of COVID, so yeah. that's oh. really hurt throat. him. Yeah. yeah, and the third time is the one that was like, "Baby, I'm sorry, you, I forgot to feed you. What do you want to eat? You know, right. kind of thing." Because I just wanted to lay in the bed and was like, "Oh, yeah, it was like she's, flu symptoms." She's had headaches since mm. 2020. So, I'm sorry, Gidley. It's okay. Well, Kalia, it's Kalia. Blame it on the kids. Okay. <laughs> well, so we, this, the social impact that COVID had was around all of the people that we knew, mm -hmm. right? Um, so that's we little baby meet up kids. My kids are weird. All I'm kids weird. are weird. Right. Yeah. I mean, but you know, compared to their peer, they're, yeah. Like, yeah, they're yeah. weird. We got a trans uh, sibling and I'm a long haired hippie older brother and mental health issue in there and we got the chunky all kids. Of, all of them the... neurodivergent. <laughs> yeah. So. So. When did you start the meetup? Uh, July. And what's it called? Weird kids. I've never heard of that. Well, it's, it's pretty new, know. so. Yeah. It's a Facebook thing, and you have over how many now? 800. Wow, that's awesome. And so all the, you know, we what it was supposed to be to begin is that it was going to lack money. And we, at the providing, mm -hmm. and, and then allowing all the people in the group to meet up any other day of the week they wanted, check very heavy profiles. If you look kind of suspicious, if you act wild or not in the good way. Like right. Do you get a lot of suspicious characters? Child, uh, oh, predator -ish. Predator issue. We're not going to do it. You right. know, super conservative, and all of your posts are about you're going to hell for or letting your. Even just having the word. Bye bye. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we do have a diverse. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I had to look at his face. Right. <laughs> Are like him? I thought I knew him. So anyway, That's why my beard's yeah. orange. <laughs> well, it's just been a unique experience, but it's turned into what it needed to be, and everyone's getting making new friends, like minded, exposed to and growing. Awesome. Side of what are the future plans for it? Just keep go keep it going, and then maybe transfer it off to someone, or um, let someone else take it over. So since it's like a moderator with. Facebook. I don't know that I will ever give it up, but I have, am definitely slowly adding in people. So it started as mainly like, pre but there's a lot of need for younger kids and parents with play dates. Um, so what I'm doing now is getting moderates because I don't want to go. Yeah. I don't want to go to the baby place games. I don't have babies anymore. Right. So uh, <laughs> yeah, annoying that's what teenagers. I'm working on right now. Exactly. That's what I'm working on right now. The other part of it is we have a lot of kids transitioning 17, 19. Well, now you're, now what do I do? Right. So 
And then we had 40-year-old moms going, well, I wish me. And, you know, uh, queer men and women saying, I wish this was me. And so weird kid in life. And that's for the adults, isn't it? Um, and that's the same thing. We're having one meetup a month. I'm hosting and other people. It's really great. That's I don't awesome. Know what else <laughs> <laughs> Any more children on the horizon? Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Take this alcohol away. God bless. You're not going to foster a bunch? Oh, <laughs> no, I used to think I want it. I really, really do. I, I love the idea. Um, but at the same time, I can't. Here's the deal. If you marry somebody who's 15 years older than you, when it's time for them to retire, you think it's time for you to retire too. So that's a problem. Uh, mm-hmm. But we have plans of this together and impact. And- We're always going to be doing something. Like retirement yeah. just means I'm going to change what I'm doing. It doesn't yeah. mean I'm anything. Right. But raising more children is not a part of that at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. Yeah. Helping like, with know. other people's kids in some capacity. Education. It's exactly what Jessica wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> Education, opening up people's minds, kids. That might be something we both. No, Jessica do. wants to do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, whatever. I was about to say, you're going to have grandkids probably about seven years. I was about to say, how is your oldest now? 17? 18. Well, okay. So hopefully 10 years Gross. it'll be children. <laughs> I told my children thing. to be very careful about the selective process because our genetics are a little. They're dads. They're dads. Have you met the husband? Their visitation. One time. Did he lose his visitation rights? No. No. He just never exercised. I meant visitation. Oh. Is he still in jail? Yep. (laughs) Awkward. It's okay. Um, You know what? I'm being really honest. When you are with somebody, um, you want to blame everybody. So being in jail and being away for so long, it's really allowed me to be like, oh, that was a mental. So I hope that you get that help. I can't provide that to you, nor do I want you around, but at least. Yeah. So. And you know he won't be around. He's locked up. In Texas. (laughs) See, very far away. (sighs) Yep. <laughs> so have the have the um you said the kids facing with uh was so them being kind of like neurodivergent or kind of weird kids was that the bigger obstacle or was having lesbian moms here? all of it I think all the yeah. mild mannered yes. meek women <laughs> you finna get hurt yeah <laughs> had too much wine sorry you're driving when we go shopping. <laughs> to love everybody speak out against injustice for what's right like other people and sometimes that's frowned upon in some situations and kids are just it doesn't matter if even if you're quote-unquote normal it doesn't matter they're still yeah yeah. yeah. and they'll find and that's what i try to tell you there if it's not one thing it's going to be another he's like they're picking on me about my shoes well if i get you brand new shoes they're going to find something new about just it's hard to tell a kid that because even with social media these days she doesn't have but it's even harder because then you have the where you're anonymous right. and you can just say whatever you want to say. See the effect of onset sucks, oh, and then having extra stuff on top of that. Like, I mean, lesbian moms in some places that's a big, big no no, but in other places it's more, more you know, accepted. So like, yeah. kind of Huntsville is getting there, I'm sure. Um, I don't really, <laughs> I mean, it's you haven't had as parents, not that I'm respected. Um, I like here's the if I send an email. I eventually point where I include him on the now there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but we've always been respected, I think. In the small school. To our face. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. That's good. I think that, you know, our kids have stuff, not necessarily that's been part of it, but they've they've had a, a hard time because you can only, you know, I'm I'm like you to both my I try to tell them, you gotta, you gotta, Think about who matters. The only their words are matter. Right, right. Yeah. But kids have a real hard time. What really? Right. Um, and so it's it's been one of those things where just try to do your best to help them navigate. But every person's a breaking. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody's even picking the adults around you. Don't do I. anything. The ones that are there with them. Right. Don't do anything. Then you know our kids have gotten in trouble for just finally reaching a breaking. And that's what somebody. Uh, that's it is well it's also like that's the one thing i hate about i mean just i mean it's kind of hard every school system in the world but it's like it's a an enforced social social situation where you cannot escape it's Mm -hmm. like you have to attend you have to be around these people but like as adults if i don't like my job i can go find another job if i'm around friends that treat me badly 
I'll drop your ass and go find some more friends. Right. But yeah. these people, you know, the kids are just stuck in the situation. We're just like, I can't go anywhere. Right. And it's been one, and this may be what I pursue when I retire, but it's been kind of a passion of mine is I would love the opportunity and I've tried and have been, put that on record. <laughs> um, but I would love the opportunity to be able to educate educators, especially straight, what it feels like to, um, but like you're saying, forced to be somewhere every day that you... Right. And how devastating this is. As we're taught um, Maslow's hierarchy. Mm -hmm. The idea is it's a pyramid structure, the base structure. You have these basic needs that have to be able to... Heads. Those include things like food, shelter, safety, right. but also belonging. Mm -hmm. A sense of belonging. And when you force queer kids to go to school, but you don't let them be themselves, you disrespect them, all these other things that make them feel barely tolerated, definitely unwanted, how do you expect them to do well at all? And so that's one of the things. I wish that I could, a lot of my colleagues. Well, hopefully you do, because that sounds like really help. I mean, because that would be not even just queer, that just any, all kids. Right. It would help them all if they can look at it in a way. Well, and that's the way I feel also about forced religious stuff, you know, and other, well, religions and nationalities and everything else. In one of my classes last year we were doing a slam poetry and i had a muslim student and she wrote this beautiful piece about uh, you don't want to bother to know my name mm -hmm. and she went through this whole thing about how you expect me to do that but you won't even bother getting my name right and and that's another thing that's frustrated me as long as i can remember because i've always worked in diverse where we have different ethnicities different nationality and some names that are not you know typical American names as right. many people see them and they'll be like oh i'm not going to bother to say shaquita i'm just going to call you s and i'm like how demeaning dehumanizing right. um sorry got on a soapbox no no, no are, that's what we're yeah. here for those yeah. are the things that make me nuts you know when it comes to making a difference that's kind of where i see it i see it more with Affecting change the adults as yeah. the kids. Where right. she... It reminds me of the, do you remember the brown eyed, blue eyed exercise? Oh, yeah. That mm -hmm. reminds me of what we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. I don't know, she looked old as hell when she was on Oprah. So I, I have a horrible <laughs> memory. So. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, but, I know what yeah. you're talking about, yeah. but I don't know if it's alive or not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, well, since I am nice and toasted, um, uh, let's talk about our snacks. What have we been snacking on this whole time if you hear us smacking in the microphone? Struf waffles. Costco's. They're very, very tasty. They're delicious. We, uh, I was walking around Costco getting something for dinner tonight. I saw them. And we always give our friends, although I feel bad now, we get our friends a box of them for Christmas every year. And then I was like, I think for Zane too. Uh, but our friends that we get them for every year, they're like a diet and they're running marathons and shit. So I'm like, they last a while till they're off the marathon. <laughs> but, oh, I love Stoop Waffle. Um, all right. Well, it's time. we've had our snack time. Let's do story time. You ladies got a good story for us about your kids doing something funny or embarrassing? Kind of hit on a lot of those already. I, the, yeah. It doesn't have to be the kids, too. If you got something like your students or something or, or nieces or nephews. Oh, I can tell about... Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Um, so I come across as very thin, and you're still to know about you. We are not in a place where we share that. Um, especially especially this now. This is a couple years yeah, ago. A few years back. Um, in my job, I get students as freshmen, and then I, for years, they go to their own general education classes, but I follow them with their classes, and I make sure to check in all day long. I get really close to them. For years, I spend more time with them and vice So they wanted to know who I When I would not tell them, and I would just laugh about it, they decided that I was married to a black man named, man named Tyrone. <laughs> as one does. Yeah. So they would, every visitor to the school, they would come and ask if that is my husband. <laughs> um, they would go through my phone, or, you know, try to go through my phone to see if they could find a picture of him. And at one point I was like, sure, through my photos. <laughs> where, where is it? Why don't you have any photos of your man, Miss Cotton? And I was like, oh, you missed him. You looked right past him. Looked right past him. <laughs> so their senior year, right before graduation, Kimberly was actually coming to a, um, what did you call that? So, it was a presentation. Oh, okay. We were doing like a diversity kind of quorum, basically. They were getting lawyers and um, talk about Alabama. It was wonderful. So she was going to come and give this talk. I had a suit lined up for students. I was not going to expose them to this. It wasn't a big deal. 
at the last minute my substitute for the classroom. Oh no. So I take, I only had like nine students, right? So I'm like, okay, I need y'all to follow me down. I can't even like, I'm gathering mentally. This all happens in 45 seconds. I'm taking them down the stairs. There's this lunch table outside the auditorium. And I was like, all right, if you guys will just sit here and be quiet and not disturb anybody, I will introduce you to my wife when all of this is over. <laughs> yes, I said wife. Please don't ask me any questions right now. I have to go inside. And their faces were just like. <laughs> so when I came back out, I introduced them to my wife. I got pats on the back later and said, oh, we understand now. That even this makes sense. Like, okay, great. Thanks. That's funny. So no more Tyrone. We should have told him Daddy decided time. when Daddy had the choice between a black man and a lesbian, Daddy decided a lesbian. <laughs> My dad chose for yeah. me. <laughs> I think I'm going to get a t-shirt and it just says Richard's choice. <laughs> On the back it just said Tyrone. <laughs> right. Not Tyrone. <laughs> That's awesome. You can call me a Tyrone. Oh, they would sing that. Yeah. That is funny. So what, um, what school was this at? Was it here in Huntsville? I'd rather not say. Oh, okay, okay, that's fine. So I'm just like, I didn't it know there was were... a Huntsville City Schools high school. Okay, I didn't know there was a lot of GSAs in Huntsville City Schools. Oh. All, do Practically all every high school has one. Oh, okay, very cool. Our kids are Do you teach, Kim, do you teach schools, or are you no, in summer school? In Madison City, okay. No way. <laughs> They're not oh ready. <laughs> they can't handle you. it. Let me tell you, I had kind of the opportunity to take this amazing job, but I would have had to go back to my closet. This was in the past three months. Oh, Ooh. wow. Like, it was perfect. Ugh. Just like right by my house. My kid could have gone to school. Ugh. I would have been working with demographic I love. My and with plants. Yeah. Plants. It's everything. I could not stomach the idea. Go back so go make in the closet. Right. Was it a religious school? Mm -hmm. Public school. Uh, you shouldn't have to. That's yeah, you right. definitely shouldn't you have to. Really I'm not going to because right. I haven't made where I am. And right. I like and my people love me and accept me. And, right. You know. Yeah. I love Kim. So it is what it is. Well, I think you may. Thank you. Cam, you got any fun? Oh, so Jessica told a fun story. Do you got any fun? Tell one. You got something. I know. That's like, you know, when you say you're a comic and somebody says, tell me a joke. <laughs> tell me a joke, Cam. It doesn't work that way. I'm right. back. Well, you've been teaching for a few years. Got any fun stories from teaching? What Can't think of one. It's okay. You tell the joke. For our listening audience, Kim has a very awkward face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I can't think of one. I'm no, sorry. That's fine. That's fine. I just thought I'd ask. All right. Well, um, do y'all want to promote anything? Uh, Jessica, you have the Weird Kids Meetup Group, and y'all both have shenanigans. And you said it was Hunts. What was it? Huntsfieldlaughs.com. Okay. Because no one can spell shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It used um, to be shenaniganshsv.com. People couldn't. Well, it's it like O'Shaughnessy. Well, that there's name. multiple ways to spell that. There's yeah. really only one way to spell shenanigans in the public. And there's 12 <laughs> ways to shenanigans. <laughs> only 11 aren't right. And that original website you said does technically take people tickets. Because when, yes. when I like pull up the on my phone, I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Because that's why. Wow. Yeah, that's the direct link to our ticketing site. Oh, that's the ticketing. Okay. the is our entire web. Anything else y'all want to propose? You got Twitters or? No. Instagrams. We have an Instagram, but and it's the same content, the same content as Facebook. Um, but like on Facebook, our cover photo is always our monthly calendar, so you can okay, see what's yeah. going on. Um, try to just let everybody know what we have going on. We just always have super cool, fun shows every Friday and Saturday. Yep. Um, so just encourage people to go to huntsfieldlaughs.com. Are y'all doing? Yeah. Are y'all doing any more uh, improv classes anytime soon? We're trying to figure that out. We we want to restructure it because you know those of you that have gone through the classes, um, we have such varied levels now. Yeah. That we're thinking of taking more of a workshop approach and honing in on certain versus right. whole like yeah. session class. So. But it's our office. Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Well, yeah. I might have to sign up. He loves it there. Like Aww. he was there last night when Jason um, volunteering. volunteering and I showed up to kind of stand and wait. <laughs> yeah. I kind of cleaned up a little bit while I could outside. When he came in the door, he goes, "I've missed this place." Oh. <laughs> it was really cute. And, I love that. And he yeah. just it was like. Well, and he has ADHD and he has 
I'm, I'm going to get him tested to see if he has dyslexia or dysgraphia because he has problems with his letters and his numbers. So sometimes bingo is a little yeah. too much for him. So Kalia was helping him, which was really cute. Um, but when he came up and you were having a uh, drag performer uh, after the family night, <laughs> um, she came out and we were. T- I was talking to her and he was just like, hi, and just waved at her and just ran away. And then... Um, it's just nice to have him be surrounded by different. Right. And because he even, I took them to the mall because they were getting kind of bored while we were waiting on Jason to leave. So I took them to the mall and on the way to the mall. Well, I don't know if I'm going to have uh, a wife or a husband, Aww. but um, I'm going to adopt no matter if, 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 you know, if I don't, it's okay. Aww. I'll just adopt. I want three kids of my own and then I'll adopt one. And then Cleo's like, well, I don't know what I want. And I was like, babies, that's fine. Whatever you want. I'm pretty sure Wesley's straight. And that's the feeling I get from him, but I don't right. say it. I let him decide if he wants to be bisexual or if he wants to be. I don't care. But him at 11 years old, as a black male at that, to be able to openly yeah. say in the car, right. I don't awesome. know if I'm going to have a husband or a wife. Yeah. Cool. That's great. And then that's why I surround him with, you know, well, my friends who happen to be queer. I just love the the feeling I get. As I mean, I'm, I'm a straight woman, but I love the, the love mm-hmm. that you get from the, Right. So, I mean, because no one judges you in any way. And if, if he tells me I'm beautiful, I know he doesn't have a... Ulterior motive. Ulterior motive, yeah. yes. And it's just the greatest thing. And to have my son wrapped around all of that. I love yeah. that. Um, he really enjoys you and just awesome. the space. And he was just running around. And he, I try not to popcorn yesterday. Yeah. yeah I try right. not to give him any pills on the weekend because uh-huh. it's just we for had a the whole school. conversation about that. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "Well, she said I should just be me, mom, and I shouldn't take medicine." I, I like, didn't what? say that. I said, "Well, did you tell her you've been getting Fs and Ds?" And he <laughs> was like, "No, I didn't tell that." I was like, "Well, maybe you should tell her that." And then she'll say, uh, "Go on your pills, baby." <laughs> I never. Just so you know, I never said that. I didn't he think said, he did. I tend not to take them on the weekend. And I said, oh, yeah, I do that with my son, too. Just want him to be himself on the weekend. And then I was like, oh, no, that's going to bite me in the butt. I have a you feeling. Know, I, 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 I did not take it in any negative <laughs> way. But you know what's funny is then we had that conversation about our son on the weekends and his behavior. And so maybe we should give him his meds on the weekend. <laughs> not. Because <laughs> I do frankly, if he has to ask. sit still. Yeah. Like, yeah. if we do something, uh, dinner, not here, but, like, out at a restaurant, I will have, I will get, yeah. not the hardcore ones, but the small, because he does Adderall and Clonidine, uh-huh. Clonidine, and so I'll give him the smaller, the Clonidine, the half, just yeah. to kind of, m- hopefully smooth it out a little bit, because he yeah. can be very rambunctious and just bouncy, bouncy. Sure. which yeah. makes him miserable. Right, and I don't want to get him in trouble, especially on the weekends, yeah. so it's just like, ugh, you know, but. Yeah. Well, no judgment here, what you should do, and I was like, mm-hmm. I wonder if that conversation's going to get repeated, I really <laughs> thought that. He but came straight also, to me. <laughs> the first thing, the first part of that conversation is he asked me, he said, do you like playing bingo? And I said, I have a very hard for me, so sometimes I don't like it because I just do, and I was like, okay. Sweet. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's great. So then he has um, a friend in you, a kind of a kindred spirit, kindred yeah. spirit, yeah. because you also have it. And he just came right back to me. She had me too, and he was so excited about it. <laughs> and so it's it it's great. Yeah. You know, That's you cool. were talking about him feeling comfortable to say, "I don't know if I'm going to have a husband or a wife." Mm-hmm. I that being around the youth of our country right now is one of the for the future right because we adults are fucking a lot of stuff yeah you know especially the ones older than right and to, we old as fuck <laughs> and to have kids because that is if i you know for the vast majority of kids especially in the huntsville madison <laughs> sorry about that area Alexa went off <laughs> Um, it's just someone walking by. Don't worry about it. So people in this area, it's more common for them to have that kind of an added true acceptance, a right. true not wanting to put themselves or anyone else in the box yet, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. mm-hmm. going, I wonder what I'm going to end up with or, right. you know, who I'm going to end up with or what I'm going to end up being like. Right. And the fact that there are options is beautiful. Me too. So. I agree. And they don't even think about it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to have. And our youngest one is that way. He's like, yeah. oh, that's yeah. a 
then you yeah. shouldn't have to decide. Right. I mean, and, and it's not really a decision. Let me put that out there. It's right. not Thank a decision. Yes. It is just the way that you are. And you develop it. Some kids know <laughs> at two years old. Yep. Some kids know when they're 18 years old. Some people well. know when they're 50 years old. Part it of just takes time. Yeah, right. yeah. So he's, he's yeah. like open to whatever. That's yeah. great. And Whereas, you know, I'm 53. So whenever I was growing up, um, you know, I I say this in my stand-up, but it's the truth, well, somewhat the truth. Anyway, basically, I say I was born with a mullet, right? Like, <laughs> I left the hospital in a khaki diaper with lots of pockets. <laughs> I have always been queer. It's never been a choice. Right. However, I did everything I could not to be queer. The only thing is that there was never an option myself. Yeah. Like, I tried not to be myself to try to come. I, I had something similar. Like, I was, you know... I assume you were kind of a, a butch young lesbian growing up. Only because that's how I was. Like, I was tomboyish, but, yeah. like, I wasn't... I never admitted to myself or anyone else that I was attracted. Yeah. I, not necessarily, like, you were your attraction to... Just, you were just kind of, like, more of a tomboy. Yeah. Yeah. I was... Like a, I played softball. Yeah. <laughs> I was always a prissy... Well, I did, too. There's nothing wrong with softball. But I was always a prissy young boy, too. It was like, I was... It, it was just not a lot of hiding it. Right. So it was like the you know the rainbow shined through. Your hand gestures alone gave it away. I mean, having the full rainbow, no, the full what are they called? My Little Pony collection when I was ten <laughs> probably is the thing that gave it away. Yeah, like but. him, mini bike. Hell like, oh, yeah. All into such, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what you had. Well, and I was trying not to be queer. So when I was a teenager, I had like Chippendales posters. And did you have like the swimsuit model women underneath the? No, no, no. I no. didn't. I wasn't even admitting it to myself oh. because it was frowned upon. I didn't want to be that. Yeah. Because everybody was disgusted by us. You know, hated us. This other stuff. And being in the South, you're going to hell. Well, that, I didn't grow up in a religious household. Everyone else, like, I heard that from other people. Right. But that wasn't, that didn't have the effect on people. I got you. Yeah. It was more of the disgust yeah. that made me not want Yeah, I got that same, same sentiment because I went to a private Baptist high school. So the shame was deep and strong in that place. Yeah. No, it's deep and deep and wide. Shame was flowing. Oh, I thought sorry. you were talking about his ass. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought she was talking uh, about her vagina. Okay. That's his alcohol. That's his alcohol talking. No, I'm just trash. All right. Well, I mean, that seems like a good place to stop for today. So, um, for all the four listeners we have, if you hi, have mom. any, hi mom. If you have any funny stories about your kids, I'm skipping back. To, or if you need some bad parenting advice, email us at a guide to poor parenting. And uh, thanks again for listening to a guide to poor parenting. If you like our podcast, please give us a five star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you don't like our pod, podcast. Don't if like you don't our, like our podcast. Yeah, fuck off. No, if you don't like our <laughs> podcast, just like we tell our kids when they complain about not going to the pool in the middle of winter. Tough shit. Bye, everyone. Bye.